what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. This podcast is sponsored by the 2019 Foot Candle Film Festival. This year's festival will be held September 27th through the 29th in Hickory, North Carolina. Learn more by visiting footcandlefilmfestival.com. Gentlemen, welcome to episode 18, volume 2 of Big Fan, your number one source for everything cool going on in the world today. My name is Chad Easton. I'm a big fan of always having a pair of extra sunglasses at the beach, air-conditioned movie theaters, and of course, Tom Hanks' birthday. My name's Hank Eimer. About forgot it. What is your name? And I'm a big fan of introducing your son to the movie Major League. And realizing that it's got the F word 35 times in it. The moment you hit AC after working outside in the yard and winning the districts with your son's midget league team to head to states. Well, it sounds like we're going to start it right there, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to states. We're going to states. So, Hank, tell me about I saw all over Facebook. I saw all over my wife's Marco Polo that uh, your team, your son's team, which you were coach. Head coach. Head coach of, not assistant, but head coach. Y'all made it through the districts, and now you're going. we're going back to states. We're going to states. So tell me about it. Any exciting kind oh, of plays yeah, yeah, or yeah, games, yeah, yeah, I'm sure? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it, this is 9-10 baseball, so it's, it's really kind of funny because it's starting to be like real baseball, you, you know, like fundamental baseball, right? So, um, but the thing with this kind of baseball is if you can pitch – you're going to win a lot of games, right? Because most right. kids, just it, the hitting isn't there. And if you have dominant pitching, we got a pretty good pitching staff. We got six kids that can throw. So we go into this district tournament. First game, we win 15 nothing, right? Whooping. Yep. Run rule. Next game is going to be tough because it's Wilkes. And Wilkes, they, you know, they got some Wilkes corn. always goes to states. They right? always go to states. <laughs> so they um, put up a tough fight. They have us down 5 0 in the third. We have a rain delay. We're out for two hours. We come back. Different team comes out on the field. We beat them 6-5. Dang, what a game. Okay? They go down a loser's bracket. We stay in the winner's bracket. Okay? Next game, we play. Beat them 10-0. We head to the championship game. Guess who we face? Wilkes. Wilkes. They've come up through the bottom in the loser's bracket. Now they have to beat us twice, and we have to beat them once, obviously. So who do you think would be the home team? You would think you would be the home team. Right. You would think that. You would think that, yes. So – I don't know if this is the way that our society is headed, but they made they didn't let the winner's bracket become the home team. So we had to flip a coin. Makes no but sense. we didn't just flip a coin. We had to flip a coin for the person that was going to call the coin flip. Come on. I'm not kidding. This is outrageous. So I get to call the coin flip because I was heads, he was tails, it hits tails. I mean, it hits, I mean, it hits heads. Hits heads. Right? So, so I get to call the call. coin flip. It hits heads. What do you do? Gonna, well, I always I would go tails. You're going heads again. No, no, no you I go tails. tails. Oh, it hits heads. 
So course. now we're visitors, okay? Course, oh, so now we play cool. this game. Okay, we're playing the same Wilkes team that we had a tough time with. Arguably, one of our best hitters is not there because he played in a travel ball tournament and he was not able to be there. Okay? So we're one man down. Our, our number four hitter is out. Okay? Baseball is about momentum. Can I get an agreement? Like most yeah, sports course, are, but sports, baseball especially sports, is, yes. right? So we are starting the game off. And I look at my little guys and I said, boys, this is where we get to punch them in the face with this first half inning, right? Let's send the ball through the back of their forehead. Mm-hmm. Let's hit this thing, right? First guy gets up, base hit. Boom. Next man up, base hit. Boom. Right? Two men on, no outs. Next three, strike out. Oh. Right? Takes all the momentum, momentum out of our sails. Right out of your sails. Bottom half, they don't, we hold them. Top half of the second, we don't score. Bottom half, we hold them. Third inning, we score two in the top. Mm-hmm. Bottom, we hold them. Top of the fourth, we score one. Three zero. Bottom of the fourth, they score two. 3-2, right? My little guys are coming in. I look at them. I was like, that was their best shot. They only scored two. We just stopped them. Mm-hmm. Let's go up there and score more. Top of the fifth, we score one, 4-2. Okay? Yes. Bottom of the fifth, they score one, 4-3. Okay? We get top of the six. We only play six innings. Top of the six, bases loaded, one out, oh. next two strikeouts. Oh, gosh. Last two hitters, right? So now we leave. We've left. 45 men on base at this point. Yes. Okay. We get them to come in. My little guy's jogging out the dugout, getting ready to hit the mound. I look at him and I say, Harp, bud, when you get on that mound, I want you in your mind to think that you're seven feet tall and 300 pounds and you're going to push these boys around. Right? He looks at me and goes, <laughs> my stomach hurts. <laughs> I said, buddy, those are nerves and my stomach's killing me. Right? Oh, my stomach hurts too hard, but, yep. you know, let's get this thing he, done. Let's do it. Let's go. So he goes out there. He has pitched incredible. He's pitched all day. Yes. First guy gets a hit. Okay? Gets to second base. Still second base. Next guy walks. Oh, wow. First, second. No, no outs. outs. Bottom of the six. To go to states. To go to states. Oh, right? Yikes. Next pitch. Next pitch. is A uh, next guy hitting is their three hitter who hit a bomb last time up. Yeah. He gets one low and away. Chips it. First baseman's running back. Catches the ball. The guy at second decides to tag up. What? First baseman throws it to third. Bang, Double bang. play. Okay. So now we have man on first, wow. two outs. Next pitch, ground ball to our second baseman, which just happens to be Harris Heimer. Put out. No way. Game over. We're going to States. Unbelievable. We're going to States. Yep. So we've done this thing with this team, which has been really fun, is that when we started – we know how many wins we need mm-hmm. to win states. It's nine wins, right? Yes. We're down to four left. We just need four more four wins. Four wins. Four more four wins. Four more wins. So after every game, it's nine wins, eight, eight wins. wins, right? We're yes. down to four here. Is that coaching? Is that coaching? Come on. It's philosophies. <laughs> it's philosophies. Philosophies, of course, of course. Right. We're, we're ready to go to states, and we're ready to dominate. It's in Smithfield, which mm-hmm. is like playing on the sun. Oh, absolutely. A little 30 minutes south of Raleigh, no ocean breeze. No. Nothing. I've been there. It's like I'm sure like third inning is going to be like tumbleweed going across, <laughs> you know. But, hey, we're going there to win. And that's this weekend. No, next weekend. Next weekend. All right, so you have a week, all, weekend off to kind of practice. Got and get four get practices. Four practices before the, yep. the big finale. Yes, sir. Well, good luck to you and your team, man. Bring it home for Hickory. Have you ever come this far? No. 
This is as far as you've States come. States are pretty tough to come by. Yeah. I remember being 10 and going and watching the 12-year-old team go mm. and, and still remembering it. That's how like, like impressed I am with sure. this, this tournament out there, right? Yes. I didn't get to go to it. I had to go watch it. <laughs> so yeah. really, this is for me this next week. Uh, understood. It's because I wasn't able to go. So when you win, you guys all rally around on the mound. Are you like jumping up and down? How do you how to, Give me the celebration. Well, how it's does funny. It work? So like when, when that last guy got out, you know, we were all you know, pumping fists and everything. All the kids were jumping around. But you got a team over there that's pretty hurt. And a good team over there. Sure. So, you know, we hug, high five real quick. And then I was like, hey, 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 online, take your hats off. Shake Congratulate hands. the other team. Yes. We went through the other team. You know, good game, good game, good game. Other coach is really classy. And, I, you know, it's funny when you coach other people and you learn what not to do and what to do. Right. That coach stopped at the end, stopped me at the end. He was like, that is a really well-coached team. Mm-hmm. And he was like, and if we had not go, I'm glad it's somebody like you. And I thought class act there, class sir. act. Absolutely, I, I would have traded Roger Young for him at that moment. <laughs> what? Do it now. Do it right <laughs> Do now. Do it right now. Raj, just call him in. Say, buddy, you're going to hit you on the sideline. Right. We'll bring another coach in to take us to states. Right. Yes. Take us to states. But that team was really good. You know, you play that time, team ten times, and you're going to go five. You know, yeah. five wins, five losses. Oh, that's awesome. But it was. Uh, it was fun, man. Well, it's con- fun. You know, it's fun. Coaching little kids. Oh, it's the best, man. It is the best. It's the best. It is the best. Except, I will tell you that we had a little boy drop a pop fly, which is, you know, it happens. Mm-hmm. It happens. And every once in a while, you see a coach freak. I'm not going to tell you which coach it was that we had. Got freaked out. We pulled it together. Yelling a little bit about the air. Come on! <laughs> You're better than that! Oh, God. I can only imagine. Only there's, imagine. A, there's some good cop, bad cop going on in our, uh, in our scenario. Do you keep all the – because you were – we talked – Earlier today, and you were telling me the list of coaching coaches that you have. You have a nutrition coach, you have an <laughs> exercise coach, you've got a mental health, uh, wellness coach. I mean, you have a lot of coaches. So we have four that can be on, like in the dugout, right? Yeah. But then we've got three or more after that. And somebody once said it looked like we had Alabama staff <laughs> on our field. Because, you know, yeah. we do. We got strength and conditioning. We've got, you know, we got everything you need over there. Yes. So it's all right. But you keep them all in line, right? Everyone they all report to you. They all know the their main place. most man. Well, good luck to the Hickory. Appreciate what do they call you? Oh, we're Hickory All-Stars. Hickory All-Stars. Yes, good sir. luck in a week, buddy. Thank you. While you were celebrating your victory uh, over Wilkes and heading to States, I was with my family at the beach. And the last time we spoke to our wonderful audience, it was a Wednesday, and I was leaving that afternoon. Remember, I was trying to, get, minutes. trying to get the hell out of here quick to get in the car and let's head down. Well, I'm going to take you through the first couple days of our adventure, and it was an adventure, Hank. It was like three little vacations in one. So we get down there, <clears throat> and it was supposed to be a real quiet first couple days with just the cousins. I, I was going to say, wasn't your brother-in-law yeah, there? Yeah, well, we, we were going to try to kind of keep it. The cousins were together, and so Jennifer and her sister, me and Todd, it was going to be real low-key. Well, then, the day before— I know you better than that, but go ahead. The day before we get, like, before we leave, or maybe an hour before we leave, Jennifer gets a phone call that her stepbrother and his wife are going to be there, too. And I was like, great. The more the merrier. I love these people. Then when we're, like, 15 minutes from the beach— get another call that some other friends from North Myrtle have made their way up to the beach place now and that they've been on the beach all day and half of them have been on the golf course all day. So you know what we're rolling into at 9 p.m. on a Wednesday. Crunk. Yes, they've been at it all day. So anyway, I was like, 
guys, we'll make the most of it. We'll probably have to sleep on the floor. We'll pull out our little air mattress. It'll be fine, but let's get through this first night. And, you know, we'll, we'll get through the first night. We'll go to bed early. You know, while they're all partying, we'll go in the other room, and we'll get some good rest. You're, you're saying this to your family? Yes. I'm oh, saying that, yes. gosh. So we walk in there, and there's these coolers open. They got the music at 10. You know, everybody's just doing their thing. We unpack our bags, and... You know, it's kind of weird when you come into an environment when everyone's at a 10 and you're at a 2. Oh, it's tough. You know what I'm saying? It's tough because you cannot, you cannot speed up. Because yes. if you speed up, that's, that's done. You're a rookie. That's a rookie mistake. Yep. Don't so, chase it. Yes, exactly. Let it come to you. Let it come <laughs> to you. See what I'm doing here? I, you're bringing it to you. <laughs> bringing it to me. So I said, all right, let's, let's just be cool. Let's, un, let's unload our luggage. Let's come in. Let's grab a little din-din. You know, they're eating shrimps and chicken. and It's, it's all sitting out there. They're all in the back now. And so we, we start to eat a little bit. And there happens to be some alcoholic beverage. So I pull my wife one and get me one. Girls got their uh, Capri Suns. And then what was supposed to be a quiet little, you know, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, well, the rager comes inside. And now they've got like – Tequila shots. Flow. I mean, it's just a party. And I'm it, sure it you is. Were, oh, I was yeah, like, guys, this is ridiculous. Let's keep it down now. Let's keep it down. I'm trying to get some rest over here. We're trying to uh, yeah, so, walk into the weekend for goodness yes. sake. So before you know it, you know, it's midnight. Girls are still, our little girls are hanging out with the cousins. Everybody's having a good time. One o'clock. Four o'clock in the morning. Everybody's up? Every, there, so Jennifer and Julie went to bed probably be about three. But everybody else is still going. It's four o'clock in the morning. I'm like. Kids, everything? Kids went to bed at 2.30 because they were watching movies. They're outside on the back in the backyard catching fireflies, doing all that stuff. That's a tough way to walk into a vacation because it was supposed to be a real easy night. Let's get to the beach early, you know, the next day. Let's get our momentum. But phew, we just, It's a rookie mistake. We, we know what happened. We still got to the beach at 10. Still. My brother-in-law did not. I don't think he got out of the bed till about two, but we all got this to the, the be- same gentleman. The that same, didn't get out of the bed at seven. Seven, yes, same fella. So anyway, we enjoyed the next day at the beach with the whole crew. Then the North Myrtle Beach people went back home. Thank God. You think, God I could not could not have done another night. I'm sure they're very nice people. They were awesome people. Actually, this is a great story. So one of the fellas, the fella and his wife. His name is Anthony. You know what his job is? Mm. He's such an incredible golfer that people will recruit him. Pay him money to enter these tournaments, whether it might be like a captain's choice or a two-man team. For the, they call them a, I don't. There's a circuit where there's these private tournaments. For one of the cash prize was a million dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like these are kind of behind the scenes kind of tournaments. You yeah, know what I'm talking are, about? Yeah, this, this like is hustlers. The these are family hustlers. guidance center. Ones. No, this isn't the YMCA. You right. know, kid tournament this is some type of hustler circuit and so he is that good of a golfer people pay him and fly him to like arizona he'll go to new york he'll go to vegas california job that is his job to go to these tournaments and he's like you know who harold varner is he's a golfer from charlotte he was actually during the pga championship he was way he was in the he was on the in the last group and then he plummeted Mm -hmm. anyway that's his best boy that's his best friend Mm -hmm. so anyway we were just shooting the bull, and he was telling me about his job that he has to go to Vegas in a week, and he plays with some. He said sometimes he'll run into a Phil Mickelson, or like not a Tiger Woods, but that kind of level because right. Phil, Phil right here is kind of a hustler, yeah. and so he might be out there playing on these things. But he said it's real cool. So the golf course that we played was Oak Island, and he played it the morning I got there. What did he shoot a one? 
<laughs> he had a tough front. I think he shot like 38, and on the back he shot 32. Yeah, he had a pretty good day. The wind was crazy. That golf course has got crazy wind. He had a pretty good round. That's a pretty good round. Pretty good round. So anyway, I got to hang out with him, and he was awesome. So that day took us into the next day, and then the next day took us into going to Ocean Isle to go see the Arditis, who are from and from China, right. and the Gargases. So we all that, packed our bags. That ba- doesn't seem like it got any easier. No, it got worse. Worse as in better worse, but yes. I'm just saying the party a continued. Good worse, a good worse as in a bad good. Absolutely. And I think maybe one thing that saved us, it rained one day on us the whole week, and the one day it rained was the day we were with the Gargases. So instead of being on the beach, and actually probably would have helped us because it made us go inside on this little deck. And, you know, if you're inside and you're watching the rain and you're on this little deck listening to music and having a time, everything gets escalated a little bit, you know. So uh, we did that, and we sang. My voice hurt the next day from singing, Hank, and I'm sure the uh, our listeners might want to hear a little bit about what it. I was singing. I doubt it. <clears throat> Hang on, real quick. Me, 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 me. That sounds lovely. Let, let, let me let me Let's loosen keep, up my. Uh... Let's keep moving. <laughs> well, anyway, so we did that, and then by the time we got back to the beach. It was Jennifer's folks, her mom and dad, Julie and Todd had left with a cousin, so it was just us. So I had three days of reading books, read this great book called Bitcoin Billionaires Mm -hmm. by the dude who wrote the uh, thing about 21, the MIT group, you know, who went to Vegas. Mm -hmm. Bringing Down the House was the name of the book. Incredible story. Then I read a great story about aliens. A really? great, great book. Who would have thought you'd have been yes, into that? Yes, exactly. And speaking of which, Hank, this leads me to my next segment. Do you know what's happening September 20th? It's all the rage. It's taking over, you know, all the news feeds. Do you know what's going on? I, I have heard of what's going on. What's going on, Hank? September 20th. September 20th. There are some people that think that Area 51 is hiding secrets that they should be privy to. Yes. And so they've decided that they're going to storm the fences and make sure that they understand what's in there show me what's in there i want to know what's in there one million people are storming area 51 on september 20th you had a an idea of what the government would possibly do to maybe stop this or prevent this from happening what what was i think i have a good idea of what's going to happen okay say that the meeting point is a quarter of a mile away yes Bringing the troops together, there's some idiot that gives some Braveheart talk. That it, it might be it, me. It might it. be me. Let's do it. Let's find those aliens. Where are the aliens? And then they're gonna, Where are the aliens? They are. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they're going to go storming <laughs> towards the fence, and then they're going to get about, I'd say, 50 yards yeah. from where the death zone is. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to hear the cocking of the guns, and they're going to realize in the back of their mind, that they are getting ready to storm a United States military facility, that those gentlemen on the towers are instructed to stop people at all cost. So there's going to be plenty of people shot or shot at. There's going to be a ton of arrests. Yes. Right? And guess what isn't going to be? There's not going to be any of. What's that? Any more news of what's inside (laughs) those walls. People are going to be none the wiser. Yeah. I, I agree with your but philosophy people, of what will happen. But okay, They're so, not going to storm Area 51, you know. Even if I am their fearless leader and I motivate them so, let's climb that fence. Let's break through these walls. Let's see what's behind the glass. What's next? What, so, I mean, what's next? I don't know. Bill Gates. 
I'm going to your basement. I demand <laughs> to get in your house. This is what's ridiculous. Right. It is very ridiculous. But after I would lead them, then I would kind of back get back up real quick and jump <laughs> in my car. In there. Yeah. Let me know how it goes. I jump in my car. <laughs> take off and get the hell out of there, you know. But anyway, that's what we have to look forward to September 20th. I hope um, there's live <laughs> drone footage of it. Yes. Right? I hope it's it's just it's some guy who's like, here we are, Area 51. We're hopeful for a uh, peaceful outcome and to see what's in dorm number one. And then, <laughs> they're going to be like, oh my gosh, there goes Sea Troop. <laughs> All those poor little Boy Scouts. So uh, it's not going to end well. Yes, that's hilarious. Uh, well, anyway, that's uh, what's happening September 20th before I leave my beach story, too. So one of the things that I'm a big fan of, Hank, is having an extra pair of sunglasses on me at all times because, you know, we talked about, Chad, will you or will you not go into the ocean with the kids? That was the big topic last time we were together. Yeah, it looks like you're here with all your limbs. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Full, I'm fully intact. And uh, what's funny is so we started the first day on the beach. Jennifer was like, nah, let's don't get in there. It took literally 10 minutes and Lucy Rose is in. And so I go in there with her. And I'm like, Luce, I'm going out. She's like, I'm cool in here. Her cousin's with her. She, I bet she swam in the ocean like eight hours, you know, straight. But I'm, right. I'm watching her the whole time. We're right there on the shore. Well, on the third day, <clears throat> I, it, it was very calm the first two days. The third day, these big waves set in. It was wild. Like, normally, normally Ocean Isle doesn't have that crazy waves, but big waves are coming in. And I stroll in there. We're body surfing and all this stuff. And dummy, I got this brand new pair of sunglasses, brand new, just for this trip. And actually, I won them in a golf tournament. And so I've got them on my, on my head. I'm like, dude, just go back. And these waves are bigger than normal. Go back and put them off, take them off. And, I, and so I didn't, Hank. And so Lucy, I've got my back turned toward a wave looking at Lucy Rose. And I see her eyes get really big. And so I turn around, and this wave hits me boom, right in the face, knocks me backward. I can feel the glasses right off my face you know and there's i'm feeling around no nah, they are gone some sharks wearing them probably so a jellyfish might have those things on so we get back to the shore and i always have a backup because at the beach if you don't have a pair of sunglasses you're screwed you gotta have a pair gotta of sunglasses so i had a backup pair of sunglasses i keep him a little my little uh chad bag book bag if you will that i chad take to bag. The, it's the chad bag i take it everywhere with me chad bag you know what it's got in there no, you don't want to know. I don't. You do not want to know what's in the Chad bag. So anyway, put those sunglasses on and I'm cool. But brand new pair, literally two days, three days at the beach, sayonara. Sayonara. Yeah. You got to have sunglasses because the beach could be the best place on the planet to people watch. No doubt. You know what I mean? Besides Walmart. Walmart's, Walmart's great, but you can't, wear, you can't wear sunglasses in there. But That's you got to. When you have sunglasses on, you got to know who's around you. And it's kind of funny. You will master the art of keeping your head straight. <laughs> And yes, something he goes by, you're like, "What in <laughs> the heck is that?" Yeah, absolutely. Right? Or you'll, absolutely. you'll you'll pull the. I'm gonna look this way, but really, I'm looking this <laughs> yeah. way. Out of, out of the corner out of, the of your corner eye. eye. Yes, yeah, perfect. I've done it a million times. Yeah. So you got it. You, but you got to have the the cloaking of the sunglasses. Sure, sure. I like the one when I'm looking up at the umbrella, like I'm trying to like adjust the umbrella but i'm actually looking this way like so it look my head is actually pointed up oh, but i'm looking right, right there right, yeah, right, right. do that one that one always works yeah, moving the sand under your feet looking at your toes like oh well, yeah there could be a crab down here all of a sudden you're looking towards somebody else oh yes oh uh, and then the last story this is great so back in the 90s you know snoop dogg and uh dre had the chronic you know and there was one a, of the best 
one of the best. And so there is this little boiled peanut stand that I go to at Oak Island, right? And he, they, I go every time. They know that every time I come, like, here comes Hickory, Hickory boy coming up. Really kind people. They've been selling peanuts for years there. So I get my little Cajun bag, and Lucy Rose just, she loves them, so she always comes with me. And I noticed this year they have a sign that's outside of their place. And so I've never really noticed it before. So when we're pulling up, and Lucy was like, Daddy, that says D's Nuts. The name of the business is D's Nuts, Good right? For them. Isn't that awesome? So it's a little uh, yellow sign with a peanut, and he's dancing, and it just says D's Nuts on it. And so Thank Lucy God. Rose thought that was the funniest thing the name of the bull peanut place these nuts <laughs> that is hilarious <laughs> i wish they had shirts hats anything i would have bought them out of stock right did there. you tell them no i probably need to next time Thank but you. um anyway hope that these nuts folks are doing so they they're living they make their living three months during the summer selling peanuts and then the rest of the time they just chill they're drinking beer back there and they're having the time are you kidding me no so they're on the what are we doing with our that's lives that's what we need to be doing what are we doing with our lives you know where the putt putt is at Oka- yes Oka- do i know it's where the putt putt is right across and they've just got a little stand across the street or across the street oh. across the street selling nuts all day long cajun or regular these nuts these nuts yes so hank that's my beach trip bro you told me about your uh, all-star team what else the hell's been going on last week? What else did you fall into? Well, we didn't see Godzilla. That is one thing. We need to we need to go see Godzilla. I'll tell you something exciting though. What? It's coming to the Carolina next week. It start it's either starts this Friday or the following. But Rocket Man's at the Carolina. So if you haven't seen that, check it out. I have not. Um, and then I think the Avengers is coming next week too. So we got to see the Godzilla again. Olivia wants to go with us, and I'm sure your your boy will want to go with us too. Yep. Um, there was a party in Hickory. It was a big july 4th after july 4th lake party that was this saturday and it turned out to be a lot of fun some more singing a lot of uh, watermelons that have the vaseline on you throw oh, in the pool all that fun stuff yeah you throw in the pool the it was in the pool it was okay. more of a lake party but we were hanging out at their pool instead of the lake okay so that was always fun a lot of jello shots a lot of good times the vaseline uh watermelon's always fun yeah that's always funny have you ever played with these things oh, try yeah, to yeah, get them yeah, in. oh it's, it's a trip it is a trip Hey, this is Moose from Street Circle Drive. That's the Hickory, North Carolina-centric podcast here on The Mesh. Be sure to check out our show and all the others at themesh.tv. Hello, this is Chris from the Foot Candle Film Podcast. Are you interested in promoting your business to an online audience? Your ad could be right here. Consider advertising on the Mesh Podcast Network. Head over to themesh.tv for details. And then, furthermore... One thing we did miss, Hank, and this will move us to segment three, Hank's hierarchy, is Tom Hanks, who we discussed a couple of podcasts ago about Forrest Gump. He turned 63, right? And I just thought it would be interesting. I was like, yeah, Tom Hanks, he's a pretty badass actor. That dude is probably number one when it comes to American actors currently. You know, you recognize his name. He's in all the good stuff, right? So his first movie, I'm just printing out a list of some of the movies. And when I say some. Some, you mean all? I'm looking at from, from when his first movie debuted, 1980, to 2016, Sully. All right? That's what the list I have. That's 67 movies, bro. 67 movies. And I'm going to list a few of them. We'll go start at 80s. We'll hit 90s and 2000s. You give me your favorite three, all right, of that decade. Okay. 80s. We had Splash, 84, 
Bachelor Party, 84. Man with One Red Shoe, 85. Money Pit, 86. Big, 88. Turner and Hooch, 89. Joe versus the Volcano, 89. That, I didn't give you all of them. Oh, Volunteers was 85. Those are just a few that probably you would recognize. Give me your top couple out of there. I, I, I don't know why, but I love Joe versus the Volcano. I my, do mom, not, my mom loves that one, too. I don't know why, but yeah. I do like it. Um, but it's probably just looking out. Um, big is one of the best. Can't beat Big, man. So I mean, good. So Big good. is so good. Yeah. But Bachelor Party is probably one of the best ever. I mean, did you watch it when you were little? Too? Yes. Yes. That was, I was like, whoa, yes. this is yes. awesome. I loved it when he was on the tennis court with his future in-laws and he he hits that ball like 400 feet like <laughs> yes. he's playing baseball. It's incredible. Yeah. It's incredible. Those are probably my three. And an underrated one in all of that is called the money pit. That's oh, when he bought pit. that big house, oh, you yeah. know. Oh, that one's great. Hilarious. Yeah, yeah. That's a great one. So the 90s, you know, I'm going to say the 90s, Mr. Um, Mr. Hanks had himself a run. Are you ready for this? Sure. We'll start in 1990. So the Bonfire of the Vanities, I think that was critically acclaimed. I've never seen it, so I can't really speak to it. Radio Flyer, I saw that. I remember it being good. Listen to this run right here. A League of Their Own, 92. Sleepless in Seattle, 93. Philadelphia, 93. Forrest Gump, 94. Apollo 13, 95. Toy Story 95, That Thing You Do, The Oneaters, 1996, Saving Private Ryan, 98, You've Got Mail, 98, Toy Story 2, 99, Green Mile, 99, Castaway, 2000. Those were all in a row. So this is listing every movie he did. Those were all hits. He had like 12 hits in a row. Can you imagine how much money that cat made that, that decade? Golly, a bunch, Hank. A, a bunch. A bunch, buddy. But you know, I it was kind of funny because when you're sitting there talking about it, you know, he was a comedic actor that yes. the 80s. Yes, you're right. And then I think Philadelphia made him uh, like a legitimate dramatic dramatic actor, actor. Yes. with uh, 93. Denzel. Yes, with Denzel. Denzel. Oh, of course. That's, so, Denzel's my favorite. But, you know, it doesn't you know, I loved Apollo 13. Yes. I love Saving Private Ryan. Mm-hmm. How many times have you seen Saving Private Ryan? Oh. And the only, re- the only reason I said, because I've seen it once, and I swore to me, after I left the movie theater, that first 30 minutes was just, it affected me so. I remember seeing it with Will and Roger and Josh Hall, and I remember we were leaving the movie theater, and I was like, dude, I don't know if I could ever handle seeing this movie again, and I have not seen it since. Oh, it's a great movie. Yeah. That is a great movie. So um, the other one is League of Their Own. Oh, I mean, League of What a great awesome movie. Baseball movie right up your alley. Uh, Green Mile was good. Castaway was pretty good. Um all the Toy Story movies, my kids love those. But the one that's hidden, the hidden gem, that thing you do. The Oneaters. That's the Oneaters. They're in there. So uh, what a run by Mr. Hanks. Now, the 2000 run, Hank, 2000 to 2010, there's a lot here. We'll start here. We'll go big. my big, fat Greek wedding. Now, I don't remember the role he played in that. You remember that movie? I remember the role. I mean, I remember the, the movie. movie. I don't yeah. remember his role. Road to Perdition. That was pretty good. That was he, he was with Paul Newman. That was pretty awesome. It was about the mob. Pretty good. Catch Me If You Can. That was with Leonardo. The Lady Killers. We've got The Terminal. That's the – they were – he, he was uh, living in the Living in an airport, airport. Right. yes. Um, the Polar Express. That's a Christmas classic now. Then you go to The Da Vinci Code. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. Charlie Wilson's War, which is supposed to be phenomenal. I've never seen it. Mamma Mia's 2008. 
My Life in Ruins, tw- 2009, Angels and Demons, 2009, Where the Wild Things Are, 2009, and that's pretty much all he had in the 2000s. So a less stellar lineup in 2000. Anyone that you Forrest really like? Forrest Gump liked? not in there? Forrest Gump was not. That was in the 90s. That was 94. Oh, that was 94. Yeah. So for me, I'd probably I, – I really like The Da Vinci Code just because I like the book. And I like Road to Perdition and Catch Me If You Can. Those, those have been my top yeah, three out of 2000s. Catch Me If You Can. I like that one yeah. too. And then we'll pop into a little 2010 till current till 2016. We have Toy Story 3. We have Larry Crown. I didn't see that. Extremely loud and incredibly close. I think that was critically acclaimed. I didn't see it. Cloud Atlas, that was a big bomb. That was the one I think he did with Will Smith. I think they sold like four tickets the entire time it was That's out of theaters. Not a lot of tickets. Uh, Captain Phillips, you might remember that one. Captain Phillips is the guy that those uh, Somalians hijacked. Yeah, Pirates. Pirates, that's them. Saving Mr. Banks, I don't remember that, that one. Bridge of Spies is supposed to be awesome. And then we've got Sully, Sully at yeah. 66. So 2010, he had some pretty good ones too. Again, we Never can agree. Never 1990, come on. The 90s were his year. So anyway. You know, it's funny that you say that. I was talking about the 90s being such a big year. I was uh, listening, and it was on the radio. I was driving to work, and they were talking about the five celebrities that have made the most from July 1st to July 1st. Okay. From, okay. For last year? Yeah, for yes. last year, July 1st, July 1st. And I, I don't know if I can remember everybody, but it was, uh, you know, um, Lionel Messi was one of them. Um, yeah. Uh, number two was the Jenner or the Kardashian Jenner chick that is, does the makeup, the youngest one. Yeah, Ken. Kylie, Kylie. Yeah, there's yes. the real pretty one. That's the, Kendall's the model. The Kylie model. is like a little more thuggish. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but she has this like, I guess makeup brand or whatever. She's the first She's billionaire. Billionaire. It's unbelievable. And then um, Taylor Swift from Ju- July 1st to July 1st, 185 million. Really? Yep. She yes. had, she got an album out. Tour date. Tours too. Tours. 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 Ed Sheeran was number five because he was, Ed Sheeran. He was touring at the same time. Interesting. Yeah. Where I was Hank Eimer? I can handle 185. Where was Hank Eimer on the list? It, there was there's there's <laughs> a couple a few, people in between. There's couple, Taylor and just, then a couple people. There's just a couple people in between the two. I think a pen was in between the two of us at some point. Uh, oh, I love it. So yeah. who knows? Who knows? But you know, I mean, it's just, that's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Crazy dollars. Yes. Crazy dollars. Um, man, I just had something really good on my mind, and I completely spaced on it when you started talking about Kylie Jenner. Because I really like Kylie Jenner. I think she might be my favorite of the uh, Kardashian crew. You, you know why I have to disagree with you there? Why? Because I don't give a damn <laughs> about any of the Kardashians. And that statement you just made yeah. just blows me away. Yeah, I really don't like Kendall, her. But I mean, the tall one's the hottest one. The young- I like the I like the, the thuggies. No, yes. No, uh-huh. Because she, she's kind of like hardcore. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I mean, she's just like, she don't, I don't. I don't care. They don't care. I don't care. You know I why like, they don't I care? Because like, they don't do anything. I like it. Why would you care? I don't yeah. care about anything. I don't do anything. She made a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. That's doing something. Uh, tell me about Stranger Things. So, Olivia got me into it last week. Do you watch Stranger Things? I don't. I was going to say, you're going to have a real short short story here if you're going to ask me about it. I don't watch it. I just saw episode one, season three, and it starts out pretty good. I haven't seen the rest, but from what I hear, it's better than season two, which season two I thought kind of... It's just average, so I'll get. A, is it dark or is it a kids thing? What is it? Well, it, it's it's darker than a kids thing. Wouldn't you agree, Moose? Like it's uh, do you watch it? Yes. It's like you remember when you were like 
12 years old and you're playing Dungeons and Dragons or you're shooting hoops or it's just a group of friends. Right. And then they wander into some wild adventure. Right. Revolving aliens and government conspiracies and all kinds of stuff. The stuff you love, you know, all that stuff that's right up your alley. That's why I watch it every day. Yes, I I, I can tell. So, buddy, that's everything that's on my list. I'm sure that you probably got something in your bag of tricks that you wanted to to talk about here. Well, you know, it's funny as you're a movie guy. Yeah. So today I asked Harris at lunch. I went home and ate lunch and I said, what do you want to do tonight? He's like, I kind of want to just watch a movie. Yeah. I was like, what you got in mind, man? And, you know, because we were on the shark thing, he immediately goes, I think I want to watch The Meg. Have you ever seen The Meg? I've seen it twice. Is it good? I'm not going to say it's good, but it's entertaining. It's exactly what you want out of The Meg. You know what I'm saying? That's what you want. That's what you want. You want to see big-ass sharks eating people and, like, doing wild stuff. Yeah, that's what you would see. Their big teeth coming out of the water. That's what you want to see it. That's what you get. Okay. So, Dive in, brother. Dive in. So Kit was telling me, my neighbor, so they're at the beach right now. Mm -hmm. And so before they went to the beach, he said somebody was just happened to walking upon the beach, stumbled across this. It looked like a little, I don't know, a little brown, little fuzzy thing. He pulls it up. It's a megalodon tooth. Kit didn't find this. He said that someone on the beach, I'm not even saying it's the beach they were at. He was just, because he knows I'm infatuated with sharks. We're always talking about sharks on this podcast. It said it was like a megalodon tooth from millions of years ago, yep. just washed upon the beach. So it's funny you say that. So Harris um, was given by so my father-in-law has a buddy that lives down um, in Charleston, yeah. And the Cooper River Bridge is considered to be one of the best places to find shark teeth. Really, and they find hmm. they find them by the bucket loads, like in no, megalodon kidding. teeth. Right? What? So he gave this gentleman needed help from my father-in-law, and in exchange for that help, he gave him this pitcher box kind of thing, and it had shark teeth in it. Yeah. In the dead center of it is probably a four-inch by four-inch megalodon tooth. Wow. Right? And, and it's up in Harris's room. And every time I walk in there and mm. I see that thing, I'm like, could you imagine <laughs> getting dropped off in the middle of the ocean and this cat that comes up after you? Huh? Sayonara. Sayonara. Yeah. I don't want any part of that. No, sir. So I we might we might heed your advice. We might watch the Meg tonight. You should. I don't so it was a little scary. So we took Lucy Rose and she was kind of a little scared. She knows it's not real, so that helps her, but it's a little scary. Like did, can, can Harris ten, handle Jaws? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, then He's he, seen Jaws. He'll, he'll be fine. Then. Yeah. Yeah, he'll be fine. So so um we had this little conversation. So we have this friendly tennis match that is Every hmm. weekend, uh, every week. Hmm. No, us and another hmm. a group of buddies. Okay. Across oh, town. Yes, yes, right? yes, yes. And so we're not going to um, be able to do that this week because of numbers and not being able to do it. Right. But there is th- another adventure that's planned for that day. And, and you know, I, I don't have a tendency to, to, to venture very far during the week, you know. Right. And um, I've already scheduled. There's a, a block in my schedule <laughs> to be doing something else. So this falls right into that block. Are you... Interested in hanging out that evening? Is that what? Yeah. So let's let the audience know what's going on. So there'll be like a little kind of get together and moves. I'm sure that you'll probably be on this list. So one of our friends is having, you know, kind of everybody's been on vacation. Nobody's kind of hung out in the last three weeks to a month. Everybody will come together on a Thursday night. Bring their guitars. Bring their harmonicas. Bring their coolers. Set up outside a little ping pong pool. At our buddy's house. Right. So, yes. When I saw that you accepted the invite to come, I was very shocked. Because you're not normally a go-out-in-the-town-during-the-week kind of guy. I'm not. 
but not. but you'll be there. I'm there. I'm Good. there. I wanted to make sure that you were going to be there because we always have fun together. It's always a blast. It is always fun. Are you headed out anywhere this weekend? What's the plan? Um, this weekend, no, we will be. Oh, Lucy Rose has got her tryouts for her dance big dance class, and I just learned today. So if she makes the class, which hopefully she will, she loves it so. They have their states or their nationals is in Orlando, Florida. So basically from here on till Lucy Rose decides to quit dancing, which could be all the way through high school, it's on the weekend of July 4th. It's the week of July 4th, which means we've been going to the beach for July 4th for as long as these kids have been born. No more. No more. We're out. I can't believe this was my last July 4th beach trip. You're a cheer dad. I'm <laughs> No, it's not cheer. I'm a dance dad. Dance dad. I'm, I'm a sorry. dance dad. You're a dance dad. I'm sorry. So we'll see how all that pans out. But uh, anyway, so she's all her workouts are this weekend. Her tryouts are Friday and Saturday, eight to five. Start on Monday, last till Saturday. The air condition went out in the studio yesterday. I walk in to drop Lucy Rose off in the morning at eight forty-five. It was nine to five. Dude, it was about ninety-eight degrees at eight forty-five in the morning. I can't even imagine how hot it got yesterday afternoon mm. but those little girls man they love to dance they're just all packed in this room and doing it sweating just doing it proud of them uh, hey i hope she makes it yeah i hope <laughs> you have to spend your fourth <laughs> thank you doing all that fun stuff yeah it should yeah. be a blast it should, should be, be a blast. blast i don't have this weekend we don't have much harris's birthday was saturday so every year we do a wiffle ball game and so we're going to do it saturday morning Mm-hmm. Um, just to have this, get this, it's usually dads versus sons. Yeah. And so we're going to do that on Saturday morning. Oh, that'll yeah. be awesome. And, then, uh, you know, maybe, maybe that'll be a little tune up for stakes. Yes. Get your bats ready, right? Get yep. your bats hot. Get them ready. All right, buddy. Well, Hank, I've enjoyed episode 18 here of big fan guys. Don't forget download, subscribe. Oh, check this out, Hank. While I'm talking about subscribe, uh, subscriptions and downloading the big fan, I'm sure Moose is going to tell me after this episode, we'll have at least 12 more downloads because while I was at the beach, this is a great story. I was at the beach hanging out, you know, in groups of people that I don't necessarily know new to me. And so I'm talking with them and my good friend, Roger Young has this fine young man of a son named Trip Young. Oh yeah. So Trip was down at the beach with the Arditties and the Gargasses when I roll in with all this other people that I don't really know. Well, I, we've been hanging out for several hours, and I walk inside from being outside on the deck singing songs and all that stuff. And when I walk in, Trip was like, guys, do y'all know who that is? And I'm turning around like, who the hell is he talking about? He said, that's Chad East. He has his own podcast. It's called Big Fan. And they were like, whoa, 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 whoa. You have your own podcast? Are you serious? What are you talking about? So I sit down, talk to them about Big Fan. They started going to their phones, subscribing That's right it. at that moment. So Trip Young, shout out to you, good boy. Good working. Yeah, good props to you, my friend. Keep it going. Spread the word. Big Fan, we're coming after you, right? We're coming after you. Two at a time. Two at, that's right. So next beach trip, we'll get 12 more. 12 more next beach trip, Hank. That's uh, it. Yeah, check us out, themesh.tv. Download, subscribe, fax, email, whatever you want to do to get in touch with pigeon us. We love to hear from you. Pigeon carry, yes. So, and before we move on, so our next, in two weeks, we're going to be fantasy football season. It's right upon us, Hank. We're going to have some fantasy talk. We'll probably have some college football talk. We'll have all kinds of other good, good talk. Can I, can I say something? Please, sir. It, it, it. This is for anybody that's in a league of any sort, okay, fantasy league coming up. We've been in a league for how many years? Almost 20. It's like it's 17, 18 years. Right. And all of us are really tight and good friends and, you know, everything's great. Well, you know, the biggest thing that I have to say is follow up. 
follow up with your fan, your your members of your your league. Yeah, and make sure they're mentally in a place. Yeah, that they should be, because I don't think that it just goes without saying that they're going to be there next year. This has happened to us. We've learned the hard way. We have learned the hard way. Yes. There's a gentleman that was a pillar of our league. I believe he's a past champion. Yes. A past champion. He holds a ring. He does hold a ring. That has decided that he no longer wants to be a part of our league. Sad, sad day. Never understand this. Do you this. know what else he told me? What is I saw him this weekend, and this gentleman looked me in my ocular nerve. <laughs> and he said... That the reason he doesn't know if he wants to do it anymore. It's not because of LT, right? Because he thinks, <laughs> you know, he just doesn't watch football anymore. He doesn't watch football anymore. You would not imagine the look that I gave him. Okay, so all I'm saying is evaluate. Who doesn't watch football? I mean, come on, we're Americans. We watch football. Evaluate your league. To be completely honest, we were fighting for this gentleman to be in there, and all of us were like, what? We're going to do everything we can. After this weekend, I don't want him in the league. <laughs> I don't want him. I, a good friend of ours was on the phone with him, too, and he heard that, and he said, I, I'm done. Huh. I, I, I'm done with you. We're moving on. Yeah. So, hey, that's, that's the biggest thing. But, you know, the other thing is what makes a good um, fantasy football league is sponsorship. You get a couple of sponsors in there, you know, <laughs> yeah. to maybe pay for food, beer, stuff like that. Sure. It makes the league a little bit better. So yes. we need to look for that. Kind of like we need to do for the big fans. Yes. Okay. So more potential sponsors here, bigger things happen. Sure. Maybe uh, we'll work out an agreement. Big fan sponsorship, fantasy football sponsorship together. Let's do that. Together. Right? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, Hank. All right. Until next time, my friend. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.